University of Georgia Griffin campus invites you to join us for news and information about the many and varied programs and activities at the UGA Griffin campus. Information about gardening, the agriculture programs, and your UGA degree at the University of Georgia Griffin campus. Your UGA degree is closer than you think. This program is made possible by Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realtors. Listen each Thursday at 9 o'clock a.m. for the UGA Griffin Campus News. This program is produced by WKU AM 1450 and 102.3 FM and The Rock 88.9 FM and streamed live on our website, wkuradio.com. Join us now with our guests from the UGA Griffin Campus. And good morning and welcome to this week's installment of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. I'm your host of the morning's proceedings, WKEU AM and FM Sports Director Tony Brosky, and we are joined today from Athens, where it's a little bit rainier than it is here in Griffin. We're joined by Jeremy Daniel, who is the UGA Mentor Program Director, which is an innovative program that has been underway since about 2006 and uh, continues to expand. Crystal McDowell was scheduled to join us from the University of Georgia Griffin campus, but some phone problems created by the rainfall that we've had over the last couple of days are preventing that from happening. But Jeremy, let me thank you for taking your time joining us from the Athens campus. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Bill. Uh, The pleasure is all mine. I'm I'm very grateful for you and the opportunity uh, to be here today. Well, it's always a pleasure to have the Athens campus involved in the University of Georgia Griffin campus. But before we get started, let's get an idea of just who Jeremy Daniel is. If you tell us about yourself, your educational background, and your life in general. Uh, sure thing. Um, so first off, I'm a, I'm a husband uh, to my better half, Grace, and, and a father of three. Um, and we got one on the way. Um, well, congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you. Um, I completed my undergraduate studies at Georgia Southern University in 2009, and then was actually in the railroad industry um, for about five years, and then ended up coming back to to Athens um, and ended up completing my master's in higher education administration, and then now I'm almost finishing my PhD in workforce education at the university as well. and currently have the honor and pleasure to serve in the mentor lab team within the UGA Career Center uh, on the UGA mentor program. Did you have any previous work experience before joining the University of Georgia team? I did. So I had a, uh, it was very non traditional. So I had five years in the railroad industry, um, actually in corporate, and, and then also had a blend of like project management. And so I was able to use my construction management degree from Georgia Southern and then also my experience um, doing project management work to get my foot in the door at UGA. And so I started off in facility management and did that for two and a half years and managed you know, 40 to 50 projects under a million dollars simultaneously across campus. And then I just started, like when I moved to Athens, I got involved with mentoring youth through the Clark County Mentor Program and really found a a love and a passion for mentoring. And then I started mentoring students that were going through the student conduct process and helping them get back on the right path. And then that led into a role within student conduct for two years. And in that role, I was co-leading a mentor program. 
So then when this position for the UGA Mitchell program uh, was posted, I felt like the job posting was, was written for me in a way, or it was kind of destiny. Um, so it was kind of cool to see just how my previous experiences, you know, with project management, you know, mentoring led to this, this role that I never would have envisioned, you know, being at UGA. When, did you have a, a mind towards mentorship as you were in, in your earlier college days, or did you have an epiphany, or did you get into the program and just have a revelation that it was something that really fascinated you? Um, well, actually, honestly, that's, a, that's an excellent question, um, Tony. So, like, I was actually reflecting on this not too long ago, but, like, you know, I didn't know what a mentor was was what it was like until I was like 20 let's say 27 when I moved to Athens and became like an official mentor for a second grader um but looking back like am I like I'm a, a one of um four brothers you know so like my youngest brother when he was born like I just took an affinity of like shepherding him I was like his second dad we did everything together. I'm so close. And then, like, later on, like, throughout high school, I had, like, a reading buddy in kindergarten and just really treasured that time every Friday that we had together and reading him books. And then college, you know, doing different things. And then even after college, you know, I was involved with uh, or my partner and I, like, leading um, small groups at church. And so just I guess I'd always had this. Uh, affinity and um, passion for investing in the next generation, but I didn't know it was called mentoring until you know getting involved in an official mentor program. If that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Now, getting into the meat and potatoes of, of the purpose of today's program, could you tell our listeners what the UGA Career Center is? Absolutely. So, the UGA Career Center is a central hub uh, for students to access a lot of various career resources that can help them explore different majors, different career paths, um, help them gain experience, so through an internship or part-time job, and then at the end, you know, with the end goal of obtaining, you know, full-time employment or pursuing a graduate degree at another university. So we have offer a wealth of resources and programs to help students um, navigate their journey at UGA and kind of align their strengths and passion with their with their vocation. Well, okay, so now is this program primarily for students who have completed the majority of their education, or is this all-inclusive? No, the UGA Mentor Program is all-inclusive. It's available for all undergraduate, graduate, and professional students. So all 38,000 students of the University of Georgia can uh, participate and the UGA Mentor Program. And does this include the satellite campuses, the campus here in Griffin, and then the one in Tifton as well, and the one in North Georgia? Yes, sir. So we have been very intentional in um, reaching out to each of our satellite campuses, so Tifton, Gwinnett, Griffin, Buckhead, um, and they've known since the really the design of the program in August of, or in September of 2018, um, is when I came on board to start the design of the program. And so they, they've been a part of the conversation uh, since the very beginning, and they're still 
great partners and actively engaging and educating their students about this resource. Well, not to get too personal, what is the age difference between you and your younger brother, who was kind of the first mentorship that you had in your life? So Dylan is 22, so 12 years difference. Okay, so the, the, the reason I ask is it seems that the needs of someone younger, when you were mentoring younger children, you mentioned you had a kindergarten reading buddy, and then you, you took mm -hmm. a second grader under your wing, and then you had a brother growing up. How different are the needs of today's college students compared to the mentorships that you had you know, performed in the past? I mean, I think it's just... I mean, do you find that college students may be a little less willing or to reach out for help? Or for, you know, yes, to, to yes want no, a mentor? Really, I mean, I think, I think it's just, you know, right now there's, you know, with college students, you think about the current climate of, you know, COVID and just the economic climate with, you know, jobs. You know, we were seeing a lot of, you know, students lose internships and jobs and, you know, study abroad programs being canceled. And so, and then just the, the political, you know, unrest, the, the racial tension. So there's, I think, a lot with among students, there's a lot of, um, and seeing data, there's a lot of anxiety, you know, depression, um, you know, they're just anxiety around the job market and getting experience, get the internship, getting a job. So I think there's just an extra layer of complexity um, with college students. And I, and I still mentor college students, too, um, today. And um, so, yeah, just, just different needs depending on their development. Um, and then also their, just their background and the, the access they've had to various resources. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of students, whether they're young or even in elementary or middle, high school, or even college, they're, they're looking for a lot of that psychosocial support. Um, so that self-esteem, that confidence, um, they, you know, they want to be seen and heard just like any, any of us. Um, and have that self-assurance. Well, you've touched on several key points, but how do the students benefit most from being involved in the mentor program? I mean, I know that the mentors get a lot of self-satisfaction and knowing that they've helped somebody else, but what do the students, what benefits do they derive? Yeah, so we have three student-centered goals for the program um, that act as our compass for, for all that we do for students. And so Students benefit from being able to expand their personal and professional network with UT alumni. And so just knowing the importance of relationships are, you know, one's greatest resource. Secondly, they're able to explore their professional goals and career interests and, and workplace preferences. So really, this program allows students to bridge the gap between higher education and industry with talking to people that, you know, been in their shoes, dealt with the rigor of UGA, and can actually talk to somebody and tangibly touch their career and be like, yes, I want to do that, or no, I'm not really sure I want to do that. I'd like to explore this other area. And then last but not least, students are able to gain a, a deep appreciation for mentorship as a lifelong personal and professional development tool because mentoring, it's a lifelong journey. It doesn't stop. Um, and so really being able to kind of embed that um, into their DNA and hopefully – They'll continue that, you know, be a lifelong learner, but also want to give back to the next generation um, through the program as well. 
would there be for you a certain measure of satisfaction if you could get someone that you have mentored to themselves become a mentor some at some point down the road? I mean, yes. I mean, I think about my legacy, um, and, and I try to encourage others to think about their legacy as well. You know, what kind of story do they want to tell? Um, you know, and, and I've written my obituary, um, you know, with, with a group of guys too. So I, I think, you know, with every like mentor, there's a, a great lineage of, of mentors. So it would definitely bring about a deep level of um, fulfillment, you know, and it still does, you know, seeing my mentees, you know, understand um, the importance of mentorship and actively go out and mentor others and then come back and share you know, the success their mentees having. So absolutely. Um, that's kind of just to think about the ripple effects of mentoring. You know, when that water, when the rock hits, skips the water, that first wave is the first student. But, you know, outside that, the other ripples are, you know, their circle of influence, their family, their future families. So it's just the benefits go into eternity because you simply don't know where, you know, your impact stops. Well, if you would, if you tell us a little bit about the UGA, the University of Georgia's mentor lab, you know, it's, it's mission statement, it's vision, and, you know, what can you do for students right now, particularly in the time of the pandemic where face-to-face contact has been severely restricted? Yeah, so the mentor lab vision is that every Bulldog has a mentor in their corner prior to going beyond the arch. So that's like the, the five-year vision that we hope to see. Um, and then the mission is that is to foster a culture of mentoring across the university community. Um, so looking at all the different uh, pieces of infrastructure that we can build out or embed mentoring into the student experience to enrich it or into the curriculum and try to get more faculty members kind of bought into the, the importance of mentorship. And some of the things that we offer students right now um, in, the, in the midst of this pandemic is we offer a weekly virtual mentee orientation. So every student has to attend a mandatory 30-minute orientation session prior to being eligible to request an alumni mentor where we orient them into the goals of the program and how to be an effective mentee. And then we also have, um, we partner with different campus partners to offer programs. And so we're doing a couple this month for Women's History Month. Um, so women in the workplace and bringing in some alumni um, female mentors to talk about that. And then also women in the media. We're doing a first-generation event for students that are first-generation. Um, and then, two, we, we started a, a Real Talk podcast. Uh, this semester as well, and that is addressing some of the the personal aspects of mentorship uh, and trying to scale that so it's a way for students to tune in uh, to our podcast um, and listen to be able to like place themselves because we have our student ambassadors interviewing alumni mentors on various topics so they can actually you know envision themselves being in the shoes of the student like engaging in a mentoring. Uh, conversation or relationship and so hopefully that will lead to many other you know students you know wanting to enter the program well given that most college students are, are far more technically advanced than my generation uh, 
did you find that uh, when the pandemic struck and we had to get away from in-person instruction until the onset of the fall semester, did you have an uptick because these young people were so familiar with the technology that there really wasn't as big of an interruption as people might think due to the pandemic because you had such technology at your fingertips? Um, you know, we actually saw a little dip um, this year. Um, it hasn't been like a big dip. We haven't been impacted too much by the pandemic, um, given the fact that it was just, you know, good timing of the university and President Moorhead wanting to, to start this, you know, e-mentoring program. So it was very timely, you know, rolled out for students. Um, but our numbers are just slightly down from last year. But even like over since throughout this academic year, so we've facilitated over 1,100 mentoring relationships between students and alumni. And so I want to say it's like down like 10% from last year. But I think, once again, that goes back to the dip is correlated with, you know, Zoom fatigue, you know, maybe some of the, the uh, Zoom, you know, because they're taking all the online learning. But that that is go. an interesting point. Um, and then some of the, I think maybe some of the other stuff going on in the world with all the, the racial tensions and whatnot, um, and and the, and the elections. I think there was just a lot of stress um, and anxiety that may have caused people, caused students not to to want to engage. But I don't know. That's just some some ideas. Well, can you give us a real-life example? You mentioned, you touched on this part earlier, that you had done some in-school with Clark County Schools and trying some, not really intervention programs, but trying to make sure that students got back on the proper academic and behavioral tracks. Can, do you have maybe a real-life story that you can share as to how you've helped progress students both academically and as people? Uh, or through the program? In general and with the program, and if there's you know any differentiation, I think our listeners would be interested to to note the differences. Yeah, I mean one example that comes to mind through the program is actually uh, Candler Compass. He's our, he's our graduate assistant um, and graduating this May. But you know when he he attended uh, Piedmont College um, and then came to to the university as a as a grad grad student and was our grad assistant for the UJ mentor program. And so his first mentor um, really helped him transition from a, from a small liberal arts college to, you know, a public research one university and helping him kind of find his place and develop a sense of belonging and community at UGA. And so it was really important for like just that, that psychosocial support for him. And then the second mentor that he had was very much in line with, the career, so in financial aid policy is something that he's very passionate about and was able to connect with the director of student financial aid at, at the university at the time. He's now moved to the University of Utah. And at the end of their relationship, because he was so intentional in developing that personal relationship with his mentor, and his mentor saw just kind of how organized and committed and um, that he was and kind of driving that relationship. The mentor created a virtual um, internship for him in his office and like just created it, um, you know, which takes a lot of work um, to do that from an administration uh, standpoint. So 
it was really cool, like just seeing that I didn't go in, go into it expecting anything, you know, just to learn and grow as both a uh, as a scholar and a practitioner. But just it led to this little internship opportunity for him to gain a lot more knowledge um, and gain something else to put on his resume to, to talk about as well with other employers because he's currently in the job market looking for an opportunity this May. And and that mentor, even though they ended like a year ago, is still like helping him like doing mock interviews, reviewing his resume, reviewing his cover letter. And so these people, these mentors that he's had are while the it's only typically a, like it lasts formally in the platform sixteen weeks, you know, many of these relationships are they're like now lifelong relationships. Um so it's very 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 special. Is it common for these networking opportunities to come from the mentorship program? Well, th- with alumni. Yeah, I mean, or, you know, it's like you're the, you're in your example, you're you're having a student who is able to network into fields that he is, you know, hoping to go into as a career. And with the, through the mentorship program and the relationship that's been developed, he's getting a lot of solid career advice beyond being just a, a University of Georgia student. So is that type of experience typical for some of the participants in the mentorship program? Not so much for the mentors, but for the students. Are they you know, able to take advantage of networking opportunities given who their mentor is and what field they may be coming from? Oh, oh yeah, a- absolutely. They don't, you know... They don't all end up, you know, the student like receiving a an internship because that's not, not that's not the goal of the program or, or employment. Um, it is happening, um, but yeah, yeah. So the students, you know, of course, there's LinkedIn and, and they can reach out to they can see alumni that have you know graduated from university and, and connect on LinkedIn. The LinkedIn tool is great, um, but this is a program that you know students know for a fact that. You know, they, our alumni have self-selected um, to want to, like, invest in them, you know, to be a resource, be a support system for them. And so um, it's a pretty neat opportunity. And then students actually is student-driven, and so we don't match anybody, Tony. Like, students have complete autonomy in requesting their own mentor based on their unique identity and interests. So they can go in there and say, I want to connect with somebody in – the radio industry that's also a first-generation student and identifies as my race, you know, and, and add roughly – there's 20 different data points that they can choose from and build their own algorithm, and then they can search in the platform. Um, so it's pretty uh, – ta- they can tailor it uh, to their needs and their desires and their goals. Now, that's fascinating that you use that many entry points to try to, you know, make the best possible fit. Uh, Importantly, just as important as the students being involved in the program, you can't have it without mentors. Where do you find your your mentors? Well, it's uh, you know, being that it's at a university wide program, you know, we find our mentors in a, in a lot of different avenues. Um, so we work closely with our communications team within the Division of Development and Alumni Relations, and that's where the Career Center is uh, located within the organizational chart of the university. And so um, they've been very um, integral to helping us spread the word on on social media. So we have a lot of digital ads, um, you know, throughout the year to like 
highlight an opportunity to kind of give back um, to students. And then, two, we partner a lot with our schools and colleges um, and our satellite campuses to, like, we'll do direct emails to alumni that graduated from X campus or X school and reach out. And maybe, you know, sometimes we'll even include a message from the dean, which is always nice, and it could come from whoever, so we can address it. It can come from the dean or the director of a campus and inviting them to come back so it's more personalized. Um, and we've developed a social media toolkit that has all the content that any campus partner would need uh, to drop that in an email, um, in the e-newsletter, their social media platforms to really help us spread the word. Um, because of the, the success of the program is really dependent upon our ability to collaborate with campus partners across the university community. And so it's definitely been a team effort um, in getting this program off the ground and as we continue to scale it. Now, who originated the program, and, and at what point did you, you know, you came in in 2016, I think you said, or 18? Yeah, it's, uh, so it actually originated, it was a, a board of trustee member, um, and he was attending a board of visitors meeting in the fall of 2017, and just raised his hand and said, hey, I have an idea, President Moorhead, um, how about we have a university-wide mentor program that you know that students can take advantage of and create access and opportunity for all students um, and he loved the idea and he put together a, a task force um, which consisted of, of roughly seven key stakeholders and they worked together for two months and they submitted it to him in, in March of 2018 and then he gave his stamp of approval and then they they hired me and, and chose the short straw and got me, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, and September of or, yeah, September of 2018. And then the, we did a pilot program in January of 2019. And so we had 116 pairs uh, for the pilot program. And then we officially launched the program in August of 2019. So the program's roughly you know, a year and a half old. At the moment, well, I mean, it, it's still a, a burgeoning umbrella. But what are some of the the subsets that fall under your purview? Some of the programs that that might fall under your direction, and you know, how do the students get involved? Uh, so we have the UGA Mentor Program. Um, that's the, the main uh, one that we have that falls under our, our purview, and then we also have our Ambassador Program. They're a group of twenty two diverse student leaders. Uh, that represent the program. They're the face of the program, and we have some committees within there um, as well. And then we have industry insiders, and so that's a new series that we started uh, this past fall. And so that allows students – we have a different industry each month that we focus on, and then we invite our alumni mentors to come to lunchtime like panels and then after the panel portion is like breakout rooms, the students can network. Um, they can choose the person they want to network with in the breakout room. So it's a pretty neat opportunity. And then we have the Real Talk podcast um, that students can now and alums can tune into, and they can find that on you know Apple, Spotify, and I think there's like ten other service providers they can tune into that. And those are the mainly like the student centered 
uh, programs that we have under our purview, and, and they can get involved at, with the mentor program at mentor.uga.edu, and that's where students and alumni both go to create an account, to create a profile. Um, and then we have the mentorship meetup, which is a group of 30 faculty and staff um, that we try to meet you know, once a quarter, and that's just everybody that has a stake in mentoring to try to figure out at the macro level of the university, how can we create a foster, you know, foster culture of mentoring? And then, two for mentors, we started a mentor skills session in March of 2020. And those are bi-monthly uh, programs where we partner with uh, distinguished faculty members, and it allows our alumni to come back to the classroom, if you will, uh, to learn how to become a more effective mentor. And that, that allows them to be a better mentor in their own community, um, their family, their organization, and then also, you know, while they're mentoring our students through this program. What are some of the responsibilities and requirements of becoming a mentor? And, you know, what type of vetting process is there? So, um, when the, the alums come into the platform, the first form they'll complete is a mentor professional responsibility agreement that we had vetted through our Office of Legal Affairs, and it lays out all the code of conduct uh, expectations uh, for them um, and a waiver of liability. And so they, that, they, they'll sign that form and agree to it, and it lays out just how to act, you know, professionally and, you know, goes over confidentiality and you know they're committing to you know a 16-week mentorship with a student and to be responsive i think we put in there you know try to respond to emails you know within 72 hours um you know being fully present with the student you know and, and so forth and it lays out everything and then two we did a mentor overview video um that goes into the email trigger when they their accounts completed and it orients them into the program's goals and, and their behavior again. So another kind of like touch point. And then two in the profile, we ask alums if they have been charged or convicted of anything other than a minor traffic offense. And if so, they can describe the sentence and the charge and and so forth. Um, and then we, we have an internal policy to, to – we look at that every week um, to see if any other mentors have answered yes to that field. Um, because we built, you know, put a tag in the platform, and so we're checking that weekly, and then taking uh, whatever measures we need to, to, if we need to remove somebody from the program or you know, have a conversation um, prior to letting them in, into the program. Do you have mentors available on each of the campuses, or does that really matter since uh, largely it's a virtual program for now? Yeah, we don't have. There's, not, you know, that was like one field we 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 don't have in there currently. Like, students can't search by alums by like a particular campus. Right. So, like, uh, if you're on the UGA Griffin campus, you you can't necessarily include in your search that you're looking for somebody who has experience on the UGA Griffin campus. Correct. That and, that is correct. Um, I mean, is that Not something that, that you it, would like to be like built in, you know, potentially? Uh, is that something, something that you would like to see happen somewhere down the road? If that becomes a um, a need, you know, or a desire from from our Griffin campus, so if that's something that you know Crystal and or Dr. McDowell and her team would like to see happen, 
or you know, especially if students start requesting that, you know, becomes like a theme. Um, you know, we definitely could look at that. But you know, right now they can just search by their school, um, college, you know, major, industry, mentoring discussion topic. Uh, matter of fact, Jeremy, we have Crystal McDowell on the line. Crystal, can you hear us okay? I can. I can. How are you? I was just listening in. How are you? Okay. I don't know that you and Jeremy are necessarily going to be able to hear one another. But uh, one of the questions I just asked Mr. Daniel, if you're just joining us, by the way, this is Dr. Crystal McDowell. She is the head of student services on the University of Georgia Griffin campus. And our guest joining us by phone from Athens on the UGA campus there is Jeremy Daniel, the director of the UGA Mentor Program. One of the questions I just asked Mr. Daniel, Crystal, was that, you know, might there be a time where the mentorship program expands so that a University of Georgia Griffin campus student can be coordinated or, or matched up with a UGA Griffin campus mentor? That's a really great idea, Tony. And um, I, I think um, I was listening to the program, and so um, I would agree with Jer uh, Jeremy that we haven't seen that we um, have that need yet, but um, one of the things that uh, Jeremy's office, they do a great job of, and I don't know if Jeremy got a chance to mention this, is that we um, offer the program at every orientation um, that we're having now, so our students are aware of the program. And I think that it's cool that not even just they, because they're on campus with us, so they can come to us and ask us to serve as mentors, you know, as they as they you know desire because they're they're physically with us. But I love the fact that over thirty thousand plus folks, right, that they have the option to become a part of the Bulldog Nation in such a an intentional way. So I, I don't think we've seen the need for that part yet. I think it's a great idea. I um, mean, I and I know Jeremy is a whiz when it comes to um, building out, you know, that program or you know, because anything that you know that we've needed, you know. In the, in the past with the mentor program, uh, Jeremy, they, they've considered it. So I think it's a great idea. Um, but I do know that, you know, students, because, you know, personally, you know, I'm mentoring, you know, several students on, on campus and things of that sort. So, um, but I, I love the fact that they have access to over 30,000, you know, Bulldogs. Well, Jeremy, you know, being a dad of three, and Crystal, you can chime in having a, a youngster of your own. You know, you're, you're still in the infancy of this program. So what are some of the opportunities or projects that you would, you know, have on the horizon or that, you know, you might have in the back of your mind to try to inc include into the program at some point down the road? Um, that's an excellent question. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know what I didn't know when I took the role, you know, and, I, um, and I, I still kind of don't know what I don't know, you know, moving forward. But that, that being said, like, you know, one thing that we're still trying to do is really um, still foster this culture of mentoring. Um, it take you know, change in higher education take, takes a little while. Um, and so really that, that culture building piece and, and building awareness. Um, I, you know, I was just on a call yesterday with the uh, Gwinnett leadership team. Um, they had their meeting and just, you know, several more faculty members that, you know, had never heard of it. Um, and so it's just kind of like, how do we um, like tell our story better? That's going to be something that I really focus on is storytelling, um, the impact from students and mentors, and um, and then two another big project for us is um, 
faculty engagement. And so I have crafted some language um, to share with our team and so they can share with faculty that they have a relationship with on ways that they can embed it. Um, and so they could embed having students just go to the orientation, you know, and expose them to it or identify a couple mentors and write a, a memo on how you think, you know, two or three mentors could help you in your in your journey at UGA. Or go to orientation and request one to three informational interviews and write a paper on what they learned uh, throughout that process. Well, Dr. McDowell, um, then, go ahead, Jeremy. And the last other thing, too, is that we developed a career uh, a ELC module uh, for, for faculty members, and that's just an easy way for um, – I know Chris, Dr. McDowell has done this, too. She added it, and Gwinnett added it, into their, like uh, – like Griffin 101 uh, ELC module, and so just letting students become aware of the resource as well. Um, Crystal, have, have the students thus far on the UGA Griffin campus been responsive to the mentoring program? And, and if so, if not, or not to your satisfaction, what ways do you intend to engage them? I think that's a really great question. Um, one of the things that we will continue to do to engage those students is to make sure that we are pushing that information out as soon as, as, as much as we can. Uh, one of the things, of course, that I mentioned earlier is that we um, introduced this program to our students during orientation, new student orientation, but then um, high five to uh, Avery Bray and Misty Smith. They have been phenomenal when it comes to pushing out a new initiative. Um, the students are familiar in any class that they go to, there's a system that we use, a learning system called ELC. And one of the things that we built out is like a, um, it's almost like a orientation online, a robust orientation online. And the UGA mentor program is one of those aspects. And we're uh, actually getting ready to, to send that out to students to notice so that that will be a second way that we constantly have that information out in front of our students about this valuable program. So I think um, uh, thinking of ways and also maybe even, you know, uh, sending this information to our faculty, you know, so that they can also, we, we put the information out, you know, physically we have pamphlets and things of that sort, but it never helps to get the faculty involved, you know, in this conversation as well as they are, you know, some of the main folks who are, you know, seeing these students on a, on a daily and weekly and monthly basis. So I think those are some ways that we have done, things that we have done and we'll continue to, to, to do, you know, as, as, as much as we can to make sure, because this is a valuable, valuable program. Um, when Jerry, when it when I heard about it, uh, Jeremy was so gracious to um, offer in, um, the, our campus perspective, the Griffith campus perspective. You know, how do we even, you know, get our students to become a part of the program? Because um, originally, and students had to, you know, physically be in Athens. But of course, that was a little um, um, hard for our students. And so he was so gracious. He think Jeremy was so gracious to figure out how we can get our students, you know, to be a part. So I think it's incumbent upon us to continue to make sure we're figuring out how we can let the students know about this valuable program and then supporting them the best ways we can. Well, this question is kind of for both of you, and both feel free to chime in. But given that the University of Georgia Griffin campus, since I'm not as familiar with the Gwinnett, Buckhead, and Tifton campuses as I am with the one here locally, but it is such a, a, a family-oriented type environment that it seems like the, the program coordinators and even the professors themselves are often mentors without ever officially having that role. 
with that as the case, how do you encourage your University of Georgia Griffin campus students to mentor with people outside of, of their school that they attend? You know, Tony, you're full of great questions today, right? Accident. Like, so, <laughs> so you're right, you know, to say that, you know, our students, particularly, you know, our researchers and our program coordinators and even staff, you know, serve as um, mentors to the students on the Griffin campus. And every, when I tell you I work with some people, some dynamic people who are always open to serve students, it's, it's the most beautiful thing. Um, but then when you consider, though, we're limited, and particularly in our numbers. We have 300-plus people on our campus. But when you compare that to, for instance, someone in Europe or someone in New York or someone in California who may have my same interest, right, I think that the UGA mentor program provides students an opportunity to it increases access. It increases access to the possibility of speaking to someone who may be in a totally different time zone or country. Yes, they're still a part of the Bulldog Nation, and I may not necessarily be able to find the expertise on the Griffin campus. So I think that's one of the things, the major things that the uh, mentor program offers to students on the Griffin campus is increased access to people all over the world who are part of the Bulldog Nation, who understands, who have that who bleed red and black, right? <laughs> and so, you know, people who understand what they've gone through, you know, as a student at, at the UGA, at UGA, uh, regardless of which campus you're on, and then to be able to provide that professional, you know, support. Um, because one thing that um, I liked about the program is that the relationships are only about like 16 weeks, so they're weak, you know, weak relationships. You can literally have uh, multiple semesters, excuse me, multiple mentors <laughs> throughout the year, you know, based on the semesters. So I think that's really great. So when you think about it, so a student on the Griffin campus may have a relationship or mentor relationship with me for a year or two, uh, that, but that's just one relationship. And then they have access to so many more uh, dynamic, you know, dynamic people. So that's one of the things I think is, is helpful. Well, Jeremy, that's a, Crystal brings up an excellent point. Are there, are the enrollees in the mentoring program, are they allowed to have as many mentors as they're willing to take them on? So the students can have uh, one mentor at a time during each 16-week cycle, um, and mentors can mentor up to two students at a time. However, Tony, like with the new informational interview feature that we rolled out uh, in the fall of this year, students can now have a mentor and conduct as many informational interviews as they would like to with our alumni mentors. Um, and Mentors can do as many informational interviews as they're willing to, to do as well. So it's like now students and alumni both can decide the capacity um, they have to engage in mentoring and or informational interviews. So informational interviews are typically 30-minute conversations um, to help provide a little bit more career clarity and, and provide another career connection. For students, but it could also be a way of like, hey, I'm going to reach out to Dr. McDowell and say, just to see, you know, if we think our personality and values and 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 so forth would be a great alignment for a 16-week mentorship. Um, so yeah, a lot a lot of new opportunities now with the, the informational interview feature that was rolled out. Now, Jeremy, I don't know how familiar you may be with the Young Scholars Program that is participated in on all University of Georgia campuses, including the one here in Griffin. Do you have people who are willing to take on scholars that also serve as as mentors as well? 
Now, is the Young Scholars, is that the one that involves... It's a, it's a six-week summer internship. And are, they, are they UGA students? No, these are, these are high school students that come in and they work on a wide variety of research projects. It's a paid internship for them. They come in for from June through the middle of July, and they're high school students. They range from, for the Griffin campus at least, they've come from as far as Gwinnett County all the way down to almost Muskogee County, which is the Columbus area, to participate in the program. It just seems like the, the two roles are, are pretty similar other than the fact that the Young Scholars Program requires actual work on research projects alongside the researchers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with, with our program, Tony, like students have to be at least 18 years of age uh, to participate in the program, and so that would... Uh, that would eliminate the high school. That would eliminate them. However, what I would say is that um, it would need to be... I think, it'd be a, I think it's a great question. I know the, um, the individual that runs the Young Scholars here in, in Athens... Um, so I think it's, uh, which I'm not sure already if there is mentoring involved in some capacity within the program, but I think we could help because we're, we, we've, we're kind of acting as a consultant as well with other schools and colleges that want to do a peer-to-peer -peer mentor program or they're doing a faculty-to-student mentor program. And so we're advising them on like ways that they could set up their infrastructure uh, to have an effective mentor program uh, for their audience. So I think that's a great idea, um, and we'd be happy to to help in any way we can to, to embed mentoring into that Young Scholars program. So I think well, that's a, an outstanding idea. Well, the reason I mention it is we have the Young Scholars on every summer and, and let them talk about their experiences. And it whether the advisors to them and their research partners mean to or not, they are de facto mentors. Mm -hmm. And, Crystal, you know, is there any possibility that you might engage some of the professors and the research instructors that are on the UGA Griffin campus into getting involved on the in the mentorship program with the college-age students? Oh, absolutely. Um, I know the program, the UGA Mentor Program, is even open. Uh, Jeremy and I talked about this a while ago. Um, it's even open to, quote, friends of the university um, as they are, you know, um, on, on main campus. So that includes some of the, you know, community members who are, you know, dynamic, you know, supporters of the university. So including them and also our faculty, um, our faculty and staff. I know um, I, I can't say I've been the best mentor, but um, I'm, I'm signed up. <laughs> To be, to be a mentor in the program um, as, a, as an alumni. So that would be a, a question really for Jeremy when it comes to, um, you know, what, but if, you know, whether it's if they are not a UGA alum, you know, I'm not quite sure on that. But, um, but no, we, we do have several, you know, UGA alum, you know, Faye, you're very familiar with her. Oh, yes. Yeah, of course, yeah. And Avery, uh, their staff members who can absolutely, absolutely serve. Um, and Kathleen, you know, Kathleen Chumbly, um, uh, as, excuse me, Kathleen Freeman, let me get that right. She's Kathleen Chumbly Freeman. <laughs> Thank you. So can serve as Kathleen was one of our students on campus. So, and now she's uh, uh, the program coordinator for the College of Bag. So um, all of these wonderful, great people could serve as uh, mentors for the program. So hopefully, hopefully they're listening. Jeremy, one of the great things, and Crystal, you know this, one of the great things, and I always harp on this, is the, the how 
fascinated I am by the University of Georgia website. It's the most easily navigable site I think I've ever been on. But you can't add everything on the site that you would possibly want. Jeremy, what are some of the things that the students might not can find on the website that you'd like them to know about? It's not on the website. So I think... Um You know, for things they can't see on the website, I think it's just more of the, the culture that we have between our ambassadors and just the mentor lab, our, you know, ourselves. It's just, you know, very open-door policy. Um, we always want students to, to don't hesitate, uh, don't have any fear of reaching out to contact us. You know, we're here to, to serve them. And um, so we do have, a you know, a culture of, you know, respect and love and, creativity and collaboration and so just want to be able to help them with any questions they may have or if they're having any if they're having any issues um, throughout their mentoring experience to, to not reach out um, to us and they can always reach out to us um, you know Daniel JC at UGA.edu is, is my direct email address and my phone number is 706-542-3902 um, so don't hesitate to give me a ring or give me an email. Have you gotten positive feedback from the mentors themselves? Uh, we have. You know, we do. We assess the program just to make sure it's effective. Um, and so we have a, a survey built in um, that is checking, like, during the relationship and even and afterwards. And we also do mentor focus group uh, discussions uh, every semester where we reach out to them. And so we had a Last year for our year in review, it was a 98% net promoter score. So 98% of the alumni would recommend other alumni to sign up. Um, and 90, over 95% were satisfied with the experience. And I can't remember right offhand the two alumni goals, but they were, they were very high as well um, about providing them a meaningful opportunity to connect with students and really inspiring them to strengthen their relationship and support of the university. Um, those are the two alumni goals. So. But just really quickly before I let time get away from us, I've got some announcements that are relevant to the UGA Griffin campus, and one of those is today, the U Conference, an online event that is open to everyone, but designed for the prospective University of Georgia Griffin campus student, will take place today, this evening, starting at 7 o'clock. You can visit griffin.uga.edu for registration information and learn how you can stay close but go far with a University of Georgia degree. A virtual information session on the Mary Francis Early College of Education Graduate School will be held on May 3rd. That will start at 6 p.m. It gives you the opportunity to learn about kindergarten through 8th grade mathematics education degrees. The registration link can be found on the UGA Griffin website. And for information on degrees offered at UGA Griffin or undergraduate and graduate degrees offered through the four university colleges, that can be obtained by visiting griffin.uga.edu or calling the campus. This is an easy number to remember 770-412-4400 and they, you can actually go out and take a tour call that number 770-412-4400 tours are scheduled intermittently throughout the year so if you're just joining us we're wrapping up this morning's program we are joined by jeremy daniel the director of the uga mentor program working off the athens campus and we're joined by dr crystal mcdowell both joining us by phone she is the 
Administrator for Student Affairs on the UGA Griffin campus. You know, any final thoughts about the mentoring ship program, its importance, or, you know, if you had to sell your program in a in hundred words or less, Jeremy, what would you say? Who am I selling it to? To our prospective listeners. That when we have parents, grandparents, and students who are potentially listening who, who might want to forward this information, you know, sell us your program. Sell the not to necessarily the mentors themselves. You'll be able to find those given the vast array of graduates that you get on an annual basis. But sell this program to the students that are on the University of Georgia campuses around the state. Absolutely, Tony. So I, I don't I don't tell them why they should do it. I ask them to, to ask themselves these questions, these three questions, you know, right? So, like, what are their goals and dreams? You know, and then that's like, okay, and then what's their what's their plan, like, beyond UGA? Like, you know, what's that goal? And then third is, do they think it would be easier to have somebody in their corner that's guiding them and supporting them throughout the journey to help them reach that goal? Um, and so that, that, that would be some just reflective questions I would ask them to do. Um, and if the answer is yes, and this program is a is a fantastic resource for them to have somebody in their corner to navigate the collegiate experience and then also um, be prepared uh, for life beyond UGA. Well, Crystal, programs like the UGA Mentor Program, they don't happen in a vacuum. And, you know, unfortunately, they don't happen overnight. How are you planning on coordinating with Jeremy Daniel in the future to make this uh, a little more prominent on the Griffin campus? Uh, Tony, um, I think that it's important to continue the conversations, you know, that Jeremy and I uh, that we have. Um, there's this program called Teams, and we're constantly, you know, just kind of bantering back and forth about ideas of how to better serve students, you know, as a whole. And I and I want to reiterate. Um, I think Jeremy answered the question in a very great way to ask those three intentional questions, those three reflective questions of like when you dream, right? And as a parent, uh, one of the things that I would want to say is the UGA mentor program is something that um, you're increasing the access to your students because, you know, not only do you have access to folks who are currently on the campus, but then think about this one program gives you access to so many more people. And I know for me as a parent, I want my son to have as many opportunities as as, as, as are available to him. And I just see this as, um, as he said, someone who could kind of provide support, right? Multiple people, thousands of people, right? The potential to provide support, you know, to, to my student, you know, and then that's how I see even our UGA Griffith students. This is a really great program. I appreciate Jeremy again having those intentional conversations. We we have them a lot, and then some of the things that I think we can do, we will continue to uh, promote the program on campus, whether it's through orientation, whether it's through our UTA 101, the ELC program that we're about to launch, and um, just in other intentional ways. Um, I know just personally, sometimes I'll have conversations with students, and I see that they need that extra guidance. Hey, are you familiar with the UGA? Uh, the, the UGA mentor program, and we'll give them the information. So um, I just think it's a, it's a wonderful program. And even just to random people, I literally was getting my eyes checked the other day, and one of the guys is an alumnus of the alumni, excuse me, of the university. And I sent his name to Jeremy as a mentor because the Bulldog Nation is strong, and we'll continue to be strong by by supporting each other as we do. Well, Crystal, Dr. Crystal McDowell, the director of student 
Affairs at the University of Georgia Griffin campus. We thank you for joining us this morning by phone. And Jeremy Daniel, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. You're the director of the UGA Mentor Program on the Athens campus, and it's a daunting responsibility. And we certainly wish you all the luck in the world going forward with the program and hope to have you on again in the near future. Uh, thank you, Tony, so much for the opportunity. It was definitely a pleasure getting to know you um, and looking forward to continuing the conversation with Dr. McDowell. Thank you very much, sir.